0: Did you know that self-improvement media is a $13 billion industry and self-help book purchases are increasing by 10-15% to year-over-year in the United States? The majority of this audience is under 45 years old and learns about titles primarily through recommendations from friends. The most popular categories within the self-help genre are personal transformation, spirituality, and relationships. Among the top-selling books in this classification are titles like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Who Moved My Cheese? You're probably familiar with these titles whose focus on wealth and assets tell us something about our society's definition of meanings and success, if you ask me. But have you heard of these other top sellers? The Alchemist, The Celestine Prophecy, The Secret, The Power of Positive Thinking, or you can heal your life. It's interesting to me that among the most popular books in one of the fastest growing genres, there's another focus besides money, and that is new age spirituality. I'm Bucky Elliott, the media director here at International Commission, and I just wanted to take a few minutes to challenge you to take a step back and think about this. Why is it so, and what does it mean for us as followers of Jesus who want to share the gospel at home and abroad? It's popular this genre is popular because everybody wants to be better which means everybody knows we're not perfect we all know the world is broken not everyone will admit sin but we will admit that there are things we wish were different about our lives and about ourselves It implies that there's a more perfect way of being. It implies that we need help. The thing is that self-help is kind of an oxymoronic term. We can certainly improve our habits or our attitudes and we can train our brains and skills, but we cannot in a real sense help ourselves because assistance comes from an outside source, right? This is why personal coaching is also on the rise as an industry, but it's still focused on improving oneself. We ask someone else to help us become a better us. Discipline isn't a bad thing. And I'm not saying that discipline is a part of maturity, making better, more effective habits, more efficient habits, healthier habits. Those are good things. And those can be God honoring, but here's the problem. When the focus is on self, we're putting our faith in ourselves and not in God. Whether we think we can help our own selves by our own power and effort, or we think that another person can help us be a better and purer version of ourselves, we're still trusting in the goodness and ability of our own selves. In other words, we're putting our faith in ourselves. Self-help is popular because these are old lies and deceptions. You would be more like God if only you had this knowledge is literally the oldest trick in the book. God is not somehow holding out on us. He has not hidden some potential within our bodies or psyches that we need to mystically unlock by finding the right key. And that mysticism is the thought process that drives New Age spirituality and philosophy. Do you have any friends that have gotten into New Age or witchcraft? I don't know about you, but a lot of people that I knew in previous phases of life, high school and college, even people that I used to go to church with, people who proclaim to be believers in Jesus Christ, have over time gotten more and more into New Age spirituality, philosophy. And they're spending a lot of time and money looking for answers and healing and tarot astrology, Reiki healing, energy work, chakra adjustments, even moon rituals, crystals, and all sorts of other metaphysical or spiritual practices. And it's really reemerged as a mainstream thing in our culture again, while meanwhile the, the Bible falls into disfavor as if it's too outdated and hokey for the modern world. And isn't that ironic? I really have a lot of compassion for these people who are looking for answers in all of these other places, but I just wish they knew that they had it right in front of them all along. Let's look at these titles on the bestseller list again. The Alchemist, The Celestine Prophecy, The Secret, The Power of Positive Thinking, You Can Heal Your Life. All of them are based on spirituality, just not spiritual truth. Why? Because we worship self, all the while knowing that self is insufficient. We know we need help from beyond our physical plane of existence. The answers are all right there in the Bible. But the Bible requires that we worship someone besides ourself. But that lie is what's keeping people from actually getting what's best for us. God is holding out on you. It's, it's just a lie. Recently, I heard a podcast featuring the testimony from a young lady who actually used to host her own podcast about astrology, but then she met Jesus and her life was radically changed. Her worldview was radically changed. She actually had not grown up as a Christian, but she came to know Christ and all the knowledge she has about him, all the knowledge she has about the gospel or the Bible came since her conversion. And here's what she said that she finally discovered about self-healing after this change. She said that you cannot find the solution from the problem. That's illogical, foolish, and insane. And that just really struck me because that's what that's what you're trying to do when you look for inner healing trying to just dig deeper to become better as if you can find the solution from the thing that is broken and messed up right what she found is that there's a huge difference between what culture says and what the Bible says whether it's practical self-help or its new-age philosophy the world says that we're just incomplete and we're in need of renovation The Bible says we are straight-up dead in our sin and in need of resurrection. The world says we need to believe in ourselves. The Bible says we need to die to ourselves. The world says to love ourselves, to make sure we aren't neglecting self-care, to treat ourselves once in a while, to make sure our, our creature comforts and the things that make us happy are present enough in our lives, to make sure that toxic people are far from our lives. We need to distance ourselves from relationships where there's negativity. The Bible says to love God and to love others, which, by the way, is a result of having God's love in us. The Bible says to deny yourself, take up your cross daily, to count the cost of following Jesus, which is everything. Your life, your fleshly desires, your self-reliance, your ambitions, your earthly treasure, everything. And find real and more abundant life in Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Everything we need, God already knows. He knows everything everything about us he knows the depths of our hearts of our minds he knows everything that's wrong within us that we're trying to improve and he loves us anyway and he loved us in the ultimate way by while we were still his enemies dying for us to take our place and giving us his grace and life and righteousness and purity joy and abundance and happiness through him in him because he is our prize he will take care of all the other details when we make him first when we treasure him that's what the Bible says and that's what I know to be true the Bible says to cast our burdens on him because he's trustworthy he will never fail he is good enough unlike any other solution that we might find elsewhere, unlike ourselves who constantly fail and that's why we have to keep improving. We know the end of the story that God will make all things right, that he will finally, ultimately rid the world of sin and death and sickness and brokenness. So he is the one where we should find our our fulfillment, find our our meaning and our purpose and and our joy. And it's all offered to us as a free gift if we just believe, if we just stop putting our trust in ourselves and put our trust in him. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. But the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the way the Bible describes the life of the Christian. Full surrender to him, and thusly, life and joy and purpose in him. Do you know him like that? Is that the way your life looks? Is that where your heart is? Do you have peace and joy and fulfillment in that, in knowing Christ? Having given up the striving of your life to follow him and find life in him? To find wholeness and purpose meshed with his purpose. If you do know this to be true and you have friends caught up in self-help and new age, please, please share this hope with them. They may have dismissed Christianity in the Bible, but chances are they don't even know what it says or that has exactly what they're looking for. The best way to love someone who is looking for peace and fulfillment is to tell them how you found it in Christ.